The WealthTech revolution is now. WealthStack provides bolder technology strategies and powers a new generation of growth-oriented advisors. Join us in Florida May 21st to the 24th and get 20% off now with our discount code WEALTH20. That's WEALTH20, W-E-A-L-T-H-2-0. And be sure to search WealthStack to find out more. Welcome to the WealthStack Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Rossick, the Director of WealthStack Content and Solutions. I'm joined by Andrew Altfest, CEO and founder of FP Alpha, an AI-driven advanced planning platform. In this episode, we'll be taking a deep dive into why investors are looking for more complex advice and how technology is helping bridge the gap in areas of financial planning that are currently underserved. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited to be here with you. Likewise. I mean, we always do video together. This is our fir- first podcast, so I'm excited to chat with you in this format. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun. So between being the president of Altfest Personal Wealth Management and founder of FP Alpha, I'd argue that you're probably a bit busy. So while many folks in our audience know you or have seen you on the conference circuit, for our newer listeners, give us a quickish overview of your come up in the industry and how you ultimately became a fintech CEO. Yeah, so I, I've been around the industry my entire life. You know, going way back to the to the days and that were, uh, in retrospect, very early in maturity in 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 our industry, particularly in the in the RIA space. Um, so both my parents are financial advisors and were some of the early pioneers in in the profession. Uh, I've now been an advisor for for twenty plus years. It's, it's hard to it's hard to believe it, but it's been um, over twenty years um, that I've been. Uh, financial advisor. And I see myself as a next-gen leader uh, of a larger RA firm. And so the the genesis of FP Alpha came out of a, a pain point that I had. And and you go back to, do you remember the, the, the 2016 days when Betterment, you know, was, was just getting on the scene? And, yes. and then and if you were in New York City, like, like I was, you would see these taxi top advertisements um, for Betterment. And we had clients at the time who were asking us, robos are, are emerging. What, you know, what's, what's your differentiator? And, and I was, you know, was clients and prospects and I, I was giving it some, a lot of thought. And I was saying, well, what, what's the clear differentiation between us and, and robos. And there was this clear differentiator in, terms of the scope of work. And so, you know, of course, robos will help you with investments. We were helping our clients with tax planning and increasingly with estate planning, insurance planning, just way beyond an automated rebalancer. And so we were, you know, driving enormous value just by helping clients in these areas. And I asked myself, do clients want this from us? And yes, they do. I mean, we, you know, clients love help in these areas. we You'd see this. We'd survey our clients. You'd see surveys in the industry. People, people want help in 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 these areas that that have traditionally been more underplanned. Um, and we've been doing tax return analysis and tax return reviews for our clients for years. And then we started to to embark on estate planning. And and this was all to to you know deepen our value proposition to our clients. Now. In estate planning, we actually built a 35-page 
checklist, working with some really smart attorneys. And we would review our clients' estate documents and combine it with these this really extensive, difficult to use checklist. And I could see the that at this time, going back to 2016, that you know there was all this talk about AI and how AI could help. And I, I remember clearly showing the checklist to one of the attorneys and and getting his feedback on what we had already developed. And he he looked at me and he was like, "You better make sure that that Watson doesn't get a hold of this because <laughs> this no is, kidding, yeah this this is going to be um this could be made very useful." So you know the, the light bulb went off, and I wanted to you know what was really important was that I I wanted to make sure that the the pain point that I had wasn't a pain point that that I just had, and so I started to connect with friends in the industry and who were advisors. And I, I asked them, like, what, what don't you like about the financial planning process? And what I, what I heard was something that was a big pain point was the information gathering part of it. You have to gather all this really detailed financial information of, from a client, and then you have to enter in all this financial information. And it takes a long time, and it's not considered a high value activity. It's, it's quite painful. I would speak to other advi- I would speak to advisors and I would, I would also ask them about their software, what, you know, their planning software, what, what do they not like about it? And they give me these like small things that they wanted to have fixed. And it's like the old Henry Ford saying, you know, if you ask someone who has a, a horse and buggy, what they want improved, they would want their horse to go faster not going to tell you to, to create a car, but, but when I started to, to ask people and test out this concept of, of, you know, let's say taking a, an estate document, a will and a trust and uploading it to a software uh, platform that used AI to, and that would read the, the, those documents and tell you what was wrong and what could be improved. Then people would say, man, that's financial planning 2.0. So they would come up with these small small glitches that they wanted fixed. But the, the vision of, of, you know, the, of using AI to significantly enhance the, the planning that was being done and save a lot of time, there was a really strong receptivity to it. So I said, I'm going to go for it. And that opportunities like this really don't come around every day. And then I, I changed my whole schedule. I started it, literally my, 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 my sleep schedule, my work schedule. I started getting up at 5.30 a.m. in the morning, working on weekends. Uh, I, I put off having a family until I, until I could um, you know, establish a great initial version of FP Alpha. And I said, I want to really push the industry for it. I want to be part of that process. Um, so that the industry could could do more for clients, have that advisors could thrive more by using technology. And I partnered with a really intelligent AI developer who is who is our CTO. And I invested in him. And I met him through someone who was consulting with me. He does um, he did at, at that time um, consult for uh, startups. 
and um, people who were who were working on on creating new companies. And he he met him and said, I, I have someone who's really smart. He has he has some experience, but he he strikes me as someone who's really, really intelligent and has a lot of potential. And so I made a big investment in him. I chose him, people who were used to work at Microsoft and people who were doing a lot of work for early stage companies. And I said, this is a guy that I think has the potential to, to hit the, the long ball. And he is uh, my partner and, and is uh, the person who brings the, the uh, technical expertise to the, to the platform. And today we are still realizing the lofty vision that we had which was turning data into actionable advice. And so we've been, uh, of course, realizing a lot of developments along the way that we hadn't anticipated when we uh, were working on FP Alpha and, and we put it out there um, that you know customers were coming to us and, and asking for it. But what I think is really cool now that we've been you know, working on the platform you know, at least the initial version of the beta since 20, first in 2017, and we launched in 2020, going back to, to way back to 2017, we would, there were things that, that we wanted to do at that time that we just couldn't, like the technology wasn't there at that time to allow us to accomplish the things that, that we wanted to. When we're revisiting those things that were on our, that were wish list items now, and they are possible, uh, and and so that's that's so cool to see that that the the state of technology and what you can do with AI has has actually has actually improved, and and we're seeing and we continue to see these groundbreaking innovations, and, and so the 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 rate of change and is has, is really accelerating, and I think that's a great thing for all of us in the industry because it it means that we're just going to be able to do more for our clients going forward. Oh, absolutely. And and trailblazing runs in your family between your parents and now you and really being a, a growth minded advisor and, and capitalizing and having the wherewithal to capitalize on, on an opportunity like this is massive. I, I remember when uh, FP Alpha first came on the scene and you were kind of one of the first adopters to say, hey, we can take AI and really do some interesting stuff with it in the planning world. So it's been fun to see it all kind of come to fruition. And like you said, just expedite the rate of change. So exciting things in the horizon, uh, it seems like for FP Alpha. And I appreciate the background and everything, but we have to get into segment one. So you know what's coming now. It's stats all folks. So Andrew, I do want to talk about in a similar vein um, to what you mentioned earlier about kind of this nuanced planning. I want to talk about 89% and 25%. According to a recent study by Spectrum Group, uh, when they surveyed investors, 89% said they desired tax planning advice from their advisor and only around 25% actually received it. Why is there such a big disconnect in what investors want and what some advisors actually deliver on? Yeah, I, I think it, it's it's been the software that we've had access to, and I think the if you look at the the financial planning tools that we've had access to in the industry, you know the scope is limited, and how you solve the problems is also limited. So we, you know there the tools that we have are pretty much financial calculators, and they allow for great number crunching, but they're going to help 
solve a, a very specific problem, which is retirement planning and cash flow planning. And the tools themselves were built to be manual tools. And so I, I, I'll give you the, the, the equivalent. Um, it's like, if I, you know, back in the day, you know, if we wanted to, to figure out how to drive from New York to Connecticut, we would, you know, take out a map and we, you know, we'd, I remember the, having a road atlas in the back of my Me car too. and I would take it out. Yeah. So you, I, I wasn't sure you went back that far, but I do. <laughs> and, and I would, you know, I'd say, okay, here's, here's the best way to get from point A to point B. I don't know what the traffic situation is. And, you know, I'm, 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 I think it's the best way. I don't know the, you know, the, the little roads that will, will take you and give you shortcuts. Now, that is the equivalent of the, of the, the old technology. And it takes a lot of time and you hope for the best. Now we, we have ways, we have smart technology that will tell you how to get from point A to point B in the shortest amount of time. And it's, it's a cinch and people, you know, are, are relying on the, on, uh, on that technology. And so the tools that we've had have been more limited in scope and they've taken a huge amount of time to actually work through. And they're, they're not always, and so I'll give you the example, uh, you know, tax prep software. It's, you know, it's been there and it's, uh, it's certainly robust, but it doesn't really meet the workflow of the financial advisor. The advisor wants to find ways to reduce taxes for their clients. They're not necessarily trying to prepare taxes, tax returns. And some are, but most aren't. And so the ability for an advisor to, to really find the, the ways to reduce taxes has, was really painful before. And from my experience at Altfest, we were literally going through our clients' tax returns manually. And we would combine the tax returns with these flow charts that we created, flow charts of different opportunities. If someone's income is at this level, then they can you know, take this action. It could be simple. It could be a uh, making a retirement plan contribution, or it could perhaps it was about when it made sense to use a donor advised fund and when they should consider accelerating contributions to it. So we're doing all this manual work and there had to be a way to, to, to hit the easy button. And so now there is that way. I mean, now you can, you know, literally take a, a client's tax return through FP alpha, upload it and it's read. And that information is combined with algorithms that were built by these really smart CPAs who, um, th which then leads to recommendations, high impact tax reduction recommendations. And uh, I'll give you an example. I was just last week meet, uh, meeting with a client and he has two younger children. And like many uh, of our clients, he is um, paying for their expenses that, that he pays for that allow him and his wife to work. And those expenses like um, after school programs and summer camp costs, well, those expenses entitle him to take a dependent care credit and for per child, and it's $3,000 per child. 
And so we looked at his tax return, we put it into FP Alpha, and we saw that he wasn't taking he wasn't taking those dependent care credits. Um, he wasn't he wasn't claiming the it's dependent care credits, and as a result, he was overpaying in his taxes. And of course, you can imagine the the delight that he had. This was pure alpha. Um, now, the the time that it would take to find that those opportunities is very minimal, and so you're automating a lot of the work starting by uploading tax returns. And previously, you really couldn't treat every client like a Rockefeller. I mean, yeah, you could you could justify doing this manual work for for some very big clients. But today you can do, you can find these opportunities. You can provide this advice um, to, to all clients um, from the Henry's to the, to the highest net worth. Um, so at FP Alpha, we, we literally went through every tax guide. We hired the smartest CPAs we knew. And now when you upload a tax return, you get this visual analysis and all these recommendations. And you can also quantify the value of your advice, which has always been the intangible um, thing in, in financial planning, um, even though, you know, the value there is ar arguably as strong as on the investment side. So, you know, you, you can do some really cool things, uh, you know, on the, certainly on the, I'll give you one more example. We had a, a client, a, well, he was a potential client at the time. He came to me and as he, when he was evaluating us and he said, I want your tax advice to pay for your services alone. You know, I already have some money being managed and I want to work with you, but I want, I want to see that your taxes are going to pay for your, your tax reduction um, ideas are going to more than offset your fee. So I said, okay, game on, let's do it. And literally I uploaded his tax return to FP Alpha. I found three high impact planning opportunities to reduce his taxes and he became a new client. So this is the power of technology. This is the power of, of, of what we now have available to us that we didn't have before that really limited what we could do for our clients. And, and how quickly is that happening? Once you have the documentation, it's uploaded you know, into FP Alpha, how quickly are you able to turn around those results for clients on average? Oh, I mean, minutes. That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, what a long, long way we've come because, you know, I can imagine, like you said, a th you went from a 35 page checklist to within minutes maximizing somebody's opportunities just around, you know, tax planning. That's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a huge, it's a win for many, many, many people out there. Many people who, who's, you know, who, you know, who basically are getting more advice and who's, relationships with their advisors have strengthened um, as a result of the the advisor just being able to provide more help, more assistance, and just have a, a, a closer relationship as a result. Absolutely. So I know we covered tax planning, but there's an even more significant gap, I would say, when it comes to estate planning too, which is another specialized area of planning. And that same survey said that 92% of investors were desiring advice around estate planning, but only 11% receiving it. So kind of seems like financial providers and advisors really need to reassess their service models at this point, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, estate planning is, is really interesting because 
with estate planning, you're entering the world of something that's very complex. And now that complexity is definitely not tech enabled. And so, you know, unlike with tax where, you know, you have people who are accountants who are using technology, the people who are doing estate planning for the most part are not using technology. And I was speaking to an attorney recently, great attorney, and I asked him what technology he used, and he told me Word and Outlook. Oh, <laughs> so, ouch. And uh, he's, he's actually um, fairly early career. So there, there just is not um, techno- estate planning technology, and there hasn't been. And so you're doing these really manual reviews. You're reading documents. That's how it's, it's done today. You read legal documents, and you create flowcharts that are built in PowerPoint. And you know what? You better have great competency to do this work because it's not easy. It's not, it, this is work that requires a lot of expertise. And the high cost of time to do this work has only been justified for the wealthiest clients. And, you know, with estate planning, when you look at estate planning as compared to tax, you know, with tax, you're really trying to, to help optimize a client's planning to save them money. But, in estate planning, you're dealing with potentially catastrophic issues and situations. And those situations, if you um, identify them, you're preventing the client from experiencing a lot of pain in the future. And it's pain because money is not going to go to the place where the client wants it to go and that they you know, had intended it for it to go. And... So the, the advisor, when in engaging estate planning, really has the opportunity to be the hero. And I think it's it's not it's not enough to just make sure that documents are in place. I mean that that's very clear. To just say you know go and you know make sure, okay the client has a will they had a will um, created five years ago. It's 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 not enough. Um, I was working with a client uh, a couple of years ago. And he came in, he was a busy executive. He said, we, we said, well, what, what can we help you with? He said, everything. He needed help with everything. And he said, though, that the one thing he didn't need help with was estate planning because he had just gotten his estate planning done. Now, we got around to looking at his legal documents. And we uploaded those to... FP Alpha. And what we found, this was uh, someone who had a, a child, he was had a he had a spouse, but this was a, um, a second marriage for him. He had a child with his previous spouse. And then he had a child with his new spouse. And in his legal documents, he was leaving all of his assets to his current spouse, they're in effect disinheriting the child from his first marriage. Now he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to disinherit his this Oops. young child. <laughs> and um, you know when when you have when you find issues like this, which come up quite a bit, unfortunately, you're, you're basically and you bring this to a client's attention. You're basically becoming the the client's advisor for life. I mean, this is why when you're able to to make such a difference in in their lives and and on their families that is it's just a very special thing a special amount of, of value that you're providing and that you're really differentiating yourself 
against others by doing that. And, and in this, in this case, this is someone who's very high earning, who is, you know, just at the getting to the peak of his career and to, to, you know, solidify a relationship like that was, is very valuable. Um, so we see the opportunity though, for AI. So, you know, what happens you're, you're doing, you know, you used to have to do this work manually, read the legal documents, use PowerPoint, better have the competency. So what happens if you just hit the easy button on this thing and you dream big? And so if you upload the legal documents and the AI reads the, the legal documents, and then you have software that's creating a flowchart, a wealth distribution plan based on those documents, where, how is the money transferring? Upon the first, the, the death of the first, um, the first spouse death, second spouse death, and then you can put this in front of clients, and you can sh you can help clients understand how their plan functions. How is the how is their estate plan functioning, and then they can take action. And further, FP Alpha tells the advisor what can be improved in someone's planning. It allows the advisor to model different scenarios um, against the current scenario as well. So again, what what it would have taken and did take, and 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 still, because we're we just launched the our snap our, our estate planning module has been around since 2020, but we just launched this new snapshot last year. You know, still most people are doing this the old-fashioned way or not not at all. And and as you you know alluded to in your in your in the study. Most people are not doing it because it, there isn't the technology to, and time and, and in some cases the, the expertise to do it, but would have taken hours between reading these documents and creating uh, flowcharts. It now takes no time at all. And that's the beauty of AI. And when we launched in 2020, there were some people who couldn't even believe that we could do this, that this was what you can't read a legal document using AI. No, no you can't do that. Now I think that the just in, in since 2020, I think the the the, commu the community of the world is more accepting of of what AI can do, and um, but still we're the only ones we're the only ones doing this today um, when it comes to to reading legal documents using AI, and it's just you know it's a it's an amazing transformation as to how you can now engaged in estate planning and go from what, well, I don't know what you said, I think it was like 20%. Why not go to a hundred percent? I mean, the technology is there. Exactly. And, and I really appreciate the use case examples and putting it all into context because you really are showcasing because you live on both sides of the world as, as an advisor and also, you know, a fintech CEO, you're having these conversations with clients that are so nuanced and it's really showcasing that investors' desires are going beyond just investment advice and how FP Alpha is really helping bridge that gap around those underserved areas that we've been talking about. And and we're talking about a lot about engagement. And so, you know, I've really enjoyed learning about this newer category on the Michael Kitts' FinTech map around advice engagement. So just at a high level, you know, talk to me about some of the tool, the specific tools, I should say, that FB Alpha offers so advisors can truly identify actionable recommendations and and how AI is playing a role in it. Yeah. So I think the the 
recommendations that are what you're getting from FP Alpha. Um, I mean, I can, I've kind of talked a little bit about it, but maybe I should, I should go into some more detail. So with FP Alpha, you on the tax side are able to simply upload a summary, um, excuse me, upload, it, upload a tax return, then get a summary, get recommendations. And then those recommendations, you can model, you can take the information from the tax return is actually pulled forward into a, a projection tool and you could model different scenarios, unlimited scenarios. You know, if a client is in New York and is thinking about moving to Florida or is single and is thinking about getting married. Um, and you can, we also have a, a Roth simulator, which we've been told is the best out there. Um, so we're really proud of it. We just launched the, the second version of last month and you can go into great detail there about everything from what is what will happen if the client's income drops in a few years and should they wait to convert um, to a Roth then? Should they convert now to the, um, to the next, uh, up until the next tax bracket? And you can go into great detail. You see what's happening with Irma and Medicare premiums. You can you can go into a lot of detail, or you can also have FP Alpha come up with the optimal strategy when it comes to uh, converting to a Roth. And so you can and you can solve that in different ways. So you can say, I want to minimize taxes over a client's lifetime. What's the optimal conversion strategy? I want to maximize the amount of money that's going to a client's heirs. I want to. Uh, see a, the scenario in which the the most money is, is that the client ends up with the most money over their lifetime. So you, you you're able to to you know again make it easy, hit the easy button. And with Roths, you know the difficulty has always been getting clients to act on the advice. You're you're you're, you're telling the client pay a lot in taxes now. Better have a very good justification and a really easy to understand illustration to so they can see that they're going to be paying taxes, but expected to make more money over the long run by doing that. You better convince their their tax preparer as well, because that that goes against what what a lot of people what a lot of people um, you know advise in in terms of just trying to minimize taxes. The on the estate planning side, you know, we talked about that some. You upload a, a legal documents, will, trust. Um, we also read power of attorney documents, advanced directives for medical care, and that information is read using AI in FP Alpha, and and then you get this snapshot. And the snapshot shows who the key people are, shows the distribution plan of any of their trusts, um, so how those um, how income can be taken out of the trust. And, and then you get these recommendations about what can be improved. And the recommendations could be, you know, things that are, are straightforward, like, hey, you moved, this is a, you, you know, you got this estate plan done in New York, you moved to, you, you followed the, 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 the herd to Florida, it's time for a new estate plan. Or it could be something much more subtle, like, hey, you have a, a power of attorney document, you have a, a disclaimer trust, and you know, if you uh, are incapacitated and your spouse passes away and you're not 
able to disclaim, you, you better make sure that the your your agent is able to disclaim. And is have you provided for uh, the, your agent the ability to to disclaim? So you know, very detailed but in important planning. So that comes out of FP Alpha, and you have a lab, and you can run different scenarios, and you can say, well, what happens? I'm subject to New York State estate tax. What happens if you know I I retitled my assets? I gave I gifted my life insurance policy to a trust, got it out of my estate. I started making lifetime gifts. I moved my house to a Cupert. We can see how the the state estate taxes go from something big to something to to nothing, and that could be done in the estate planning lab. And then the on the insurance side, you upload you can upload uh, all personal insurance policies to FP Alpha. And recommendations are generated in home and auto and life and disability, long-term care, you know, and, and there's, you know, there's some fun things in, in home and auto. I mean, how many people have, you know, how many clients have policies that they got when they were 22 years old and their lives have changed significantly. They've, they've been, they've, they've built assets, they've built wealth and, you know, they have things that don't fit their, they don't fit their needs in. And, you know, they have things that, that should be improved. Um, they should have better coverage and ways to reduce costs, you know, from simple things like, you know, raising deductibles to, and, and knowing when that's a good idea to, um, you know, finding, making sure they're taking advantage of all credits and discounts out there. So, you know, there, there's, that, that's the scope of FP Alpha. I mean, that's, you know, that's the gist of it. We have some other, we have 16 areas. We, we have property. You can, you can even go into the weeds and look at a client's property taxes and see if you can save them money. And, and, you know, th there's a number of cases when you can, um, but the most widely used areas uh, are, ta are within tax estate insurance. Well, I appreciate and thank you for, for the deep dive on all things FP Alpha, but it's time now for segment two of this episode, Ask Us Anything, where I've gone out to the social universe and asked them to submit questions they want answered by you, Andrew. So let's see who slid into the DMs this week. We did have a question. Um, how is AI being used effectively now in the financial planning process and where are there significant opportunities? You're in the hot seat. <laughs> okay. Better, better, better be ready. Um, well, I, I think that the, the answer to that question is that unfortunately, AI in the industry is being used minimally. Um, you know, you have some, we, we have some bots, um, you know, digital assistants that, you know, can help set meetings and interact with clients. We have, there's some technology out there that can help predict client life events. And, and so, you, you know, we are seeing some AI, but for the most part, the, the, it's, it's in front of us. And I think our, our you know, I, I have these conversations with our, with our CTO about the role of AI and what is possible today and in the future. And is it to have a smart assistant, um, one that can do things for you, like book appointments and buy flowers for loved ones, um, et cetera, or is it to be able to make the advisor smarter? And there was a, a great article uh, recently in the Wall Street Journal about a company who was called HomeServe USA, who was using AI with their customer service team to make perform even better. And so they would, you, they would be taking these calls and they were trying to, to sell people on the phone different, um, different services that they offered. And they'd have, these people on the phone would have these digital 
really smart AI driven digital assistants who would tell them how they could, what they should be thinking about telling the customer um, that would help them um, complete the sale. And it's based on all this data from all these other customer interactions. And, you know, it could be something small, like be more enthusiastic or, or it, you know, or, or it could, you know, lead them to a, a certain recommendation. And I, and I think that the AI in the future is going to make the advisor smarter, um, which just means that the advisor is going to tackle more problems with minimal time spent. And I think that's the, the great thing for all of us, because the value that we provide um, as advisors is just going to increase going forward. And, and that's tremendous because the more value that you can provide, the more that you could charge for your services. Exactly. Um, and yeah. it's funny you say that because, you know, somebody actually, another question we got on social, which you're already alluding to is how can financial advisors use advice engagement tools to quantify and communicate the value they're creating for clients? So you're already kind of talking about it, but I want to make sure we hit that one too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think the, that's a great question because the problem with planning is that it hasn't been tangible. And so financial planning, you might do something that, that you might provide advice to a client that alters a client's financial plan completely. And, I'm, and I think everyone is doing that, but there's been no way to get credit for it. I mean, you can run an investment performance report and there are plenty of providers out there that'll, that will do that for you. And you can stick it in front of a client and say, this is how much your portfolio has grown. But the, this like really transformational advice that you're providing in their, the other parts of their life you're getting no credit for it. It's nowhere. You provide the advice and then the next meeting you can show a performance report, but that advice is, you, you, you haven't, you, you have no trail. There's no record. There's nothing that, that lives in the relationship. You just hope the client remembers. Now, the, to, to actually use engagement tools to, to get credit for that advice um, and quantifying and, and communicate the value, well, you can list what was done. Um, in FP Alpha, we have a, a whole list of recommendations that were made. You know, maybe it was on the charitable side, it was on the estate planning side. So you can show that to a client. Say, this is what I did for you this year. This is what I did for you the last few years. Let me, let me, you know, let's 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 you know keep that let's keep that in the back of our minds. You can also quantify the value, and so the, you know these intangible things. You know, planning is very tangible. I mean, you're saving taxes. And whether it's on the income tax side, the estate side, and you know what we do within FP Alpha, we love using the lifetime value of advice. And so, something that that you know, recommendation you gave a client that you know saved them two thousand dollars of taxes. If you look at the, if this is an annual recommendation, they can now use over the course of their lives. Let's say it's something could be something small, giving appreciated securities to charity. Well, that becomes very big, and and you know, as if you look at it over them doing this consistently over their lives. So, you know, it's a, it's quantifying the value of the advice is very big when it comes to planning. And then I, I and then I think finally, I think setting a calendar and showing the client the experience that they're going to get throughout the, the course of the year in which they can see something visual uh, they can have a visual look at that calendar and know that this is what we're going to cover in Q1. This is what we're going to cover in Q2. Maybe in Q1, I'm updating your your plan and going over investments. And in Q2, we're 
we'll take a look at your insurance and Q3 and, you know, we'll, we'll do estate planning and Q4 tax planning. And, you know, sometimes the, you know, we might do estate planning every other year and only at certain aspects of insurance in one year and certain aspects in another year, but the, the, they see the experience that you're providing to them. They see it. And so you're, and they see the tasks that are outstanding and what, what they're going to do and what you're going to do and what their attorney is going to do and the CPA and there's an insurance person. And so they, you're really, they're seeing it and it becomes tangible. And I think that that, you know, the visualization of it, along with the quantifying the value and knowing what, what has been the advice, capturing the advice that's been provided throughout the relationship. I think those, all those things make, allow the advisor to, to get full credit for the work that they're performing. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being put on, on the spot with this and being put in the hot seat, but we've come to our final and honestly is probably my favorite segment of the podcast, stack it or whack it. So Andrew, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw out a few technologies, not necessarily well tech related. And you tell me if it's worth the hype or not. So stack it or whack it. So the first one I want to talk about is chat GPT. I know I've thrown it out before, but I'm always curious about takes on it. And, you know, now we have chat GPT, we have Bing, we have Bard. How will these impact our industry? And are we really ready to stack it or whack it in its current state? I mean, Bing's already getting a lobotomy for being rebellious. (laughs) Yeah, stack it. Let's go with stack it. I love chat GPT. Um, I think transformers are a game changer. Um, we're actually incorporating transformers into the models that we're developing at FP Alpha, better models, faster processing of data. And I, I think it's not hard to have a little bit of imagination and just to see how, how this is going to really transform um, and make our lives easier. So you know, you're going to be able, I think we're all going to be able to automate more of the work we're doing. I mean, just think about, you know, personalization of emails and the automation of emails. So how much time are we spending communicating, sending emails out to clients and communicating with clients? Well, let's say I want to personalize the, I want to send an email out to every client on their anniversary date of being a client of our firm on their birthdays. I want to, I want to indicate, I want to, I want to, I want to refer back to their favorite restaurant. I want to send them, you know, their, their favorite um, dessert from the restaurant, or I want to send them their, you know, I want to buy them a, you know, I want to provide a cup of coffee when they come to the office, the, the way that they want it to be provided. And I think the, the communication and keeping track of everything is a huge time suck. And I think the, the automation of this with, um, models like ChatGPT is going to allow advisors to provide a much, an even greater proactive white glove experience with with less time spent. Love it. That is great perspective. So my second technology I want to throw out, um, after a little research, I did discover that you are into running and biking and I love asking folks uh, about fitness tech. And so I saw that Bose recently came out with sunglasses that have audio output, no earbuds, buds, so you can hear the, uh, environment around you while working out, um, they're sweat and weather resistant and can connect to your device, tablet, what have you. So do you consider this sports tech of the future or stack or whack something like this? I'm, I'm going with stack it again. You know, I, I, I live in New York city. I bike 80 miles a week. 
through oh the streets of New York City. You're brave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> brave or crazy. And I need, I definitely need all my senses to stay alive when it comes to, to bite and, and not getting hit by a, a truck and biking through New York City. So, you know, when it, when it comes to uh, playing music, I'm not going with the earbuds. I need to, to hear what's going on. So, um, you know, having something that will play music um, that is not in my ear, I love it. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you for indulging me. And I've really enjoyed our conversation today. I know we covered a lot of ground, but uh, feel free to tell listeners quickly where they can find more about FP Alpha and where they can follow you. Yeah, um, it's easy. Um, www.fpalpha.com backslash demo. And you can um, find us at fpalpha.com. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, um, LinkedIn is a, a great place. Andrew Altfest. And um, yeah, I, I love, uh, love the opportunity to, to, you know, share FP Alpha with you in more detail or just connect. Fantastic. Well, thank you again, Andrew. And if you are looking to stay ahead of the technology status quo, don't miss our WealthStack event, part of Wealth Management Edge, May 21st through 24th in Hollywood, Florida. And be sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. So thank you all for listening today. The wealth tech revolution is now. Wellstack provides bolder technology strategies and powers a new generation of growth-oriented advisors. Join us in Florida May 21st to the 24th and get 20% off now with our discount code WEALTH20. That's WEALTH20, W-E-A-L-T-H-2-0. And be sure to search Wellstack to find out more.